Hello and welcome to the Ear Drunk Podcast. My name is Zach Webb and with me as always is Marshall Brook. Hello, my name is Marshall Brook, co-host of the Ear Drunk Podcast. Nice. Going for like an NPR vibe with it now. Yeah, I just I just figure I never actually like say anything at the front. I just kind of make a weird sound and we move on. I thought maybe I'd try it and treat this like a a, a show in the audio medium, you know? Yeah, no, it was good. I, at first I thought you were about to tell me like a cool sexy murder or something. Or like how to grow crops. Yesterday in Miami there was a cool sexy murder. It was sexy because the clothes were stripped off of the victim before they were turned into fertilizer to grow crops. Little is known about the eye poppy killer. (laughs) But he is vicious. (laughs) And smells of rutabaga. Well, Marshall, we got a great episode today, but before we get started, I got a question for you. Oh, yeah? Hat dog. Is that anything? Hat dog. Yeah. Well, so I think a hat dog. <laughs> I think that that is like, you know, like the uh, roller grill hot dogs that you get at gas stations? Yeah, sure. I think a hat dog is yeah. a, 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 a roller a roller grill dog. Yeah. But in like one of those country gas stations, it gets like four cars a day. Oh, yeah. So that's been that, sitting there for a minute. That hat dog been sitting there since March. So I'll give you, <laughs> I'll cut you a deal. Give me two hat dogs, price one. Two hat dogs for the price of one. You're going to have to buy buns separately, though. Yeah, buns cost double. Yeah, because <laughs> there's two parts of the bun. The buns the buns are actually more expensive because they've been fermenting. Yeah, there was one time I was doing a road gig um, with, uh, <laughs> with a couple of friends, and um, the, the gig was at this trailer that was filled with, like, video arcade machines, right? That's kind of cool. Yeah, so it's I mean, kinda... you're doing a gig in a trailer, so that, that part probably sucks, but for, yeah. like, for, like, a gig in a trailer, better that the trailer's full of arcade machines than not, right? Yeah, it's, like, it's like two <laughs> hours away from here, and so it's one of those scenes where it's, like, you have a lot of people who want to do stand-up comedy, but they don't have a whole lot of venues to do stand-up, right? right? so they don't get the, the, the area to practice and, like, right. find the art. So they're, like, able to, like, get up on stage, maybe, like, once every two months or so mm-hmm. so it's like they're not really like working on you know like a whole lot of stuff like or like with that sort of like pace that other people have sure sure it was like a local showcase but they had us three as like the out-of-town people to like headline and feature and do all that stuff and one of my friends gets a hot dog there <laughs> and she takes a bite of it and she goes the bun's wet you got a hot wait wait let me you're telling me that one of your friends got a hot dog from the trailer park arcade? Yeah, Marshall, and you're for, <laughs> I don't feel like you're grasping the bun was wet. No, that I feel like that kind of comes with the territory. <laughs> wet buns? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean like soggy wet buns. It's, like that like I do I don't even know how that could happen, you know? Uh, they, they, I bet you they heated them and then they, they like put them, like wrapped them in foil or something. Yeah. And so I bet you it was just condensation just soaking. No, they soaking. made it in front of her. That was the thing about it. Well, but yeah, but it's like, it's like, that's how they do it on like the hot dog carts. Yeah. They just put them in the big tub. Yeah. Not like the tub's not full of water. But Obviously it is. If it's, <laughs> if the buns are wet, Marshall. It's the condensation, Zick. No, I mean like, like. 
Like dripping wet? Like how is it maintaining its form? Exactly. Oh. And that's why I don't go back there. I'm just kidding. I it just <laughs> it became a shithole place and people stopped going to it. But uh <laughs> Oh, so that's when it was good. Yeah. <laughs> that was when it was somewhat good. Did they have any good arcade games? Yeah, they had um, you know, Marvel vs. Capcom, which is oh, a big fan. Fun. Yeah, I'm Did a they big have fan of... uh, Joust? No, they didn't have Joust. Joust is one of my faves. They used to have some classic ones in there, but then the last time I went, like, they just didn't have really much of anything. Last time you went, you ordered a hot dog. And you I were didn't like, order it. You were like, this shit's so dry. My mom raised me right. This shit's so dry, I'll never be coming back. I had a certain expectation. <laughs> I wanted a wet dog. Smells like wet dog in here, Zach says as he busts open the door to the venue. <laughs> All right. Well, hat dog is <laughs> hat dog is something. So I'll yeah, write that down. Hat dog. But uh, hat dog. Hat dog. <laughs> uh, Marshall, I think before we move on into our next segments, I think it's time for us to do a little segment we like to call Beer of the Day. Let me go again, please. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. It's time for Beer of the Day. Zach, stop buying Miller Lite. I mean, financially, I can't. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think not buying Miller Lite is cheaper than buying Miller Lite. So, I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> well, Marshall, what are you drinking? Uh, today, I'm drinking something new. I'm drinking the Shorts Brew Space Rock Pale Ale, crafted to remove gluten. Oh, I thought I thought I thought it said golden, so I thought I thought there was another line of description that was just like letting us know it's gluten free. <laughs> yeah, gluten free beer, hell yeah. Yeah, uh, it tastes good though. It's uh, it's uh, got a blue can with a little. Uh, I think that's the moon on it because mm-hmm. it's outer space. Oh, and there's the sun and the asteroids. It's pretty good. I would recommend it if you're an IPA guy like me. Yeah. What do you got, Zick? Well, I got one of these uh, uh, Keweenaw brands, you know, like you had last week. But this one's called Widowmaker. Widowmaker. Yeah, and it's got a lady on the can. And I can't tell if she's holding like a big gun or like a wrench that's really fucked up. (laughs) But either way, she's going to kill you with it, huh? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if she's the widow or or, or if I am, you know? But it's a black ale. You know, it's it's nice. You know, it kind of reminds me a bit of like a lager in a way. way. Hello, uh, 911? Yes, uh, I need uh, an ambulance immediately. I, I got home and it appears that a beer killed my husband. I'm sorry, ambulance machine broke. An ambulance. Oh. Yeah. What do you do? Put a quarter in, and well, you. What do you do? Put five grand in, and an ambulance. Turn the wheel, and an ambulance comes out. Yeah, it's just it's too late at night. We did we we haven't cleaned it in a while. Oh, it's just covered in like pus. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, ambulance full of pus. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> can't, man. Can't can't get out there. You're on your own. Ah, oh, shit. Uh, but yeah, it's not bad. You know, it's uh, um, a little bitter if you like that taste. You know, that's pretty nice. Uh, Rock on. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, all night long, sweet Susie. Well, uh, salud, senor. Cheers, buddy. Two fresh, brand new beers on the show. That's, uh... It's always nice when that happens. But uh, I guess uh, uh, we'll get into the next segment of our show. A little thing I came up with. 
Yeah. This is a little game I like to call, How's the Sausage Made? Oh, shit. So in this episode... Uh, there's Grinding. All... <laughs> like, like dance? Like the dance? Both. So uh, in this episode, there's already been a lot of wiener talk, but I assure <laughs> you folks... There's gonna be a lot more wiener talk. Yeah, it's a, uh, this is the this is what's gonna get that explicit tag. <laughs> a when, lot of wiener talk. <laughs> and when people are talking wieners, well, it comes up pretty often that hot dogs got some wild ingredients in them. Foreskin. <laughs> yep. For, yep. <laughs> I guess if it's on a hot dog, is it pork skin? If it's on a hot dog, then uh. I, I mean, I, dude, I don't know. I, I, I think I'd freak out. I think I'd freak out if, if, if you I saw an unclipped hot dog. If I saw a hot dog with the foreskin on it, like, <laughs> do you have to like pull it back to take a bite? Yeah. <laughs> What's that underneath? That's relish. Uh, I did some research online and I put together a list of just some of the things that you might find in your everyday hometown hot dog. All right. That's the number one on the list. We've got pork. Yeah. Yeah, that that goes in there. Number two, we have axolotl. Wow. Yeah. They're so cute. Yeah. (laughs) Tiny. Sucks that (laughs) they gotta go. Yeah, but they gotta if you want if you want if you want your hot dog. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. Uh, next it just says sea slug chunks. Okay. There wasn't any nutritional information next to that one? Yeah, well, I mean, you, you can't just have it, like, you know, the full sea slug. You gotta <laughs> get it in the chunk form. Right, right. Well, and it's like... Because if you put, like, just a whole sea slug in there, like, all that juice is gonna, like, go through the grinder, and it's gonna gum it up. Yeah, you've seen enough of the Sausage Guy videos to yeah. know uh, uh, what, what does and does not grind in a meat grinder appropriately. Yeah, Skittles does not. <laughs> Skittles, it's like it wasn't made for it. Yeah. Um, the next one, it says, it's just horse meat, but it's one word and there's a trademark after it. Huh. Horse meat. Horse meat. Horse meat. Yeah. Uh, after that, we've got, uh, that leftover Thanksgiving turkey that's still in the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) It's April, you know? Yeah, it's, (laughs) whatever year, whatever time of year it is, they're just going house to house saying, you got... You got some, you got some of them scraps. Yeah. You got some of them wiener scraps. <laughs> um, you know the wiener sna- scrap guy. <laughs> he comes over. He's got a he's got a wooden spoon and an empty metal jar of Folgers coffee grounds that yeah. he bangs it on. Yeah. Come give me your scraps. Time for the wiener making. <laughs> yeah, he's a very nice guy. Yeah. His wife died. Oh. I bet he put her in the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, uh, next, uh, uh, it says this one's pretty common in a lot of your like northeastern hot dog manufacturers, um, but it's the face spider from John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh wow! Yeah, that's yeah. in there a lot. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's expensive. Yeah, yeah. I mean the the amount of money that wow! I I didn't realize all this goes into like you know just one hot dog. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's it's. I think it, they just kind of mix up a vat of the stuff, you know, and they squeeze it out. Sure. Yeah. Um, but the last thing and the most important is uh, uh, uh hot dogs are made with Oscar Mayer's love. Aww. And then uh, there's a little quote from Oscar Mayer. He says, uh, we put love in every wiener. 
it's the love and your buns. Wow. So, uh, you know, just yeah. a nice, uh, just a nice, nice little note to close it on from yeah. good old Oscar. And I like how that doesn't really have any innuendos in it. No, it's it's all about just like it's like you know how you can taste when a cake is baked with love. Yeah, it's like when a hot dog is made with love, that taste doesn't come off in the water that is boiled in. You yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. How often though do you think like ah oh, God, whoever fucking made this burger fucking hates me? Um, pretty pretty often. <laughs> Most times I go to a fast food joint. That's yeah. how my burger kind of comes out. Yeah, sure, but like I mean. I don't feel like they hate, you know, me. (laughs) (laughs) They don't hate you. They hate the larger capitalist system that you are a part of and buy into, Zach. Yeah. But, like, like, I'm good. I mean, I mean, I mean, you're eating the hate burger, Zach. Yeah, but, like, they're open. (laughs) Get a job somewhere else. No, not that. <laughs> Have them pay you more. I don't know how that works. Yeah, maybe maybe do something like like uh, 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 you need to be in a higher, a more, a more lucrative industry like the mines. Oh shit! I thought you were about to say the mimes. I guess oh, like mi- like a mime troupe. Yeah, I don't. I I feel like that's a a, a much less lucrative industry. <laughs> 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 and there's no way you make a ton of money being a mime unless you're like the mime. I'm sure that there's like like a couple of mimes out there that are pretty highly sought off after. Yeah. But if you're not one of those specific mimes, I feel like it's 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 not you're not you're not stacking bills, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I ain't no mimer. Well, I feel like I feel like it's just a very expensive job to have. You know, there's a lot of things that factor into being a mime. You know, it's well, like you paying buy... for all those invisible boxes. <laughs> yeah, buying those huge invisible fans that blow on you. Well, how many yards of invisible rope do you have to get? It's thousands. <laughs> you know, and like if you drop that on the ground, where did it go? So you have to constantly keep buying invisible shit cuz you forget where you put it. Well, not to mention if you're a mime in America, you want if you want to be a card-carrying mime, part of the mime union. Yeah. Um you do have to pay out of pocket cuz it's not covered by insurance uh, mm-hmm. to have your vocal cords removed. Oh yeah. Um so it's usually it's like it's like invisible wall, invisible boxes, invisible ropes, and then on top of that 650k for a surgery. <laughs> it ain't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> well, Marshall, um, I have one more thing that I want to yeah. uh, uh, jump on. Uh, and I'm going to yeah. call it audible real quick. I'm going to okay. send you a video. Okay. Because I really want to show you like the video of Joey Chestnut right before he does the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hit me with it. So I don't think we should watch this man actually eat 62 hot dogs because I don't think that's, like, good podcasting. But I was doing some research last night, and I found just the hype before the hot dog eating and the way they introduced Joey Chestnut. Oh, my God. I feel like I've probably seen this before. Was this this year's hot dog eating contest? If it was this year's, I didn't see it. It was this year's. Okay, I've seen them in the past, though. Um, and what I want to say is, like, if you're getting inspiration from this, like, maybe maybe intro us like that at the start of the show. I don't think I physically can. Uh, 
15,000 generations of humanity, yet we have evolved not at all. Bound like animals. <laughs> We've evolved to the peak of. Shame. Yep. The peak of the nature universe. is what allows us to and consume all these dogs. History, oh, look at his hat. That's one rough. Man mm -hmm. has stood to say that he will dictate what is and is not possible in this world. I speak of this man. <laughs> <laughs> this man. This man. Joey Jaws <laughs> Chestnut, age 39. And all of time pours down around us now at once. Simultaneous and endless. Erasing cause and effect and opening all possibilities before us. And the ancient powers are subordinated to their own creation. Oh my God. And they smile at his achievement. <laughs> and they say he shall live But this forever. music too, though. He does yeah. not do it for money. He does not do it for glory. He does it for his people. He does it for us. <laughs> he does it for Joey Chestnut <laughs> eats those dogs for me. Down on us now. And the gods shine down on us still. Because of him alone. Because of him alone. The Nathan's famous 4th of July champion of the world. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's all I wanted to show. No, so before we do actually... Oh, there's the start. Before we do actually start it, though, I am going to uh, play it again. Well, not all of that again, but the actual hot dog part just sped up at two times speed for a second. It's two of the highest uh, let you go? Yeah, unfortunately. See? Okay. Okay. So you said wet buns are an issue. Oh, uh, my hot dog's bun was soaking wet. These guys are making the wet buns. These guys are manufacturing wet buns to slam dogs. Marshall, yes, they themselves are manu They themselves are putting in. Marshall, I'm talking about like a bun that's not like done. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like it's dough still. Yeah, like I guess it was wet. I don't, I don't, I'm not tracking. Jesus. I'm not tracking. I <laughs> Maybe it's just because I spit on my hot dog before I eat it. But... Yeah. <laughs> it's because you dunk your dog regardless if it's for competition or not. Yeah, that's how you eat a dog. You get it. And then at the end, after you're done dunking dogs, you drink your ketchup mustard water. Well, folks, this is the show, and I think I forgot to mention, this is a comedy and a music discovery podcast. We got way further into this than I thought before mentioning that. Each week, Marshall and I, we take a select theme, and we uh, cater a playlist of music to that theme. So we're going to go ahead and do that right now. Uh, Marshall, if you could do me a favor and let the folks listening know how this show goes at when we get to this point each and every time. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this year's weekly Ear Drunk Podcast. This week, as we do every week, Marshall and Zach each have five hot dogs in front of them, each hot dog tied to a song that is tied to part of their take on Joey Chestnut's training regiment. <laughs> <laughs> that was hard to get out. I <laughs> <laughs> 
I had to kind of run with that one. Yeah, sure. Uh, so we're going to eat some hot dogs. We're going to play some songs. I'm going to do uh, all, or Zach's going to do all five of his songs. Tell us how uh, Joey Chestnut gets ready for the, uh, for the eating. Mm-hmm. And then he's gonna uh, uh, pass his dog. Well, no, he's gonna he's gonna wave and signal that uh, it's my turn to eat dogs. Yeah. And then uh, a big checkered flag will wave and a blowhorn will go off, and uh, I'll start eating dogs and telling you my Joey Chestnut thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how we do it every Woo-hoo! single week. <laughs> well, Michelle, I'm gonna go ahead and bite into this first hot dog. All and, right. Uh, you know, it's it's June fourth. One month away from the most important day of Joey Chestnut's life. He's got to train for this year's Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Contest to win his 17th title. Jeez Louise. (laughs) So he has to prepare. He's got to train. And this year, like every year, he starts the same way. I eat garbage. In parentheses, headbang. (laughs) <laughs> by Garbage Eater Plays. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I really liked that part right before the solo when it came back in slower and heavier. Yeah, I made it a note. And I was like, are you not entertained, Marshall? <laughs> they did it. They, they did the thing. They did the thing you like. <laughs> but yeah, I love this song. It's great. It, yeah, no, just uh, it's one of those kick out the jams, motherfucker type songs. Yeah. The second you said, I eat garbage by the garbage eaters, I was like, this is going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's real fast in your face. And then that solo is just so fucking filthy. It's good. Yeah, it's just swimming over there in the trash and the garbage. It's, ah, God, so grimy and gross and awesome. Uh, (laughs) I want to eat it. I feel like this is the type of music that needs to be on the remake of Crazy Taxi. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, like that's how I kind of fucking got the vibe. Yeah, absolutely. Where I was just like, oh, man, I would love for someone to jump into my taxi that's also a convertible as I just like (laughs) fucking run into so many fire hydrants and pedestrians. As I just hit a wall for a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) And then I still make my fare. I made $5. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah, they have uh, 18 monthly listens. Um, they have one album out, and that album is uh, sort of like a live album in a studio. And then since then, the two songs that they've released are, have been off of that album, but they're just a little bit more produced. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing like all the stuff they're doing. This is their latest single, and it was off their first album, but this just has a different, uh, like a next level of production to it. Super fucking dope. I would also recommend uh, Psycho Surf and Beach Song. Those both just, I can totally see this band making Psycho Surf and or Beach Song. Yeah. <laughs> it's it- kind of like, a, they have like, I would say some of their other stuff is definitely more of a surfer vibe. Like this one a little bit hits more like garage punk rock. 
Uh, but I would say they still have that element of like surf within it. I know? definitely caught surf on this one. Um, um, yeah, caught that wave. I caught that wave. Yeah. But Joey Chestnut scours his neighborhood in Indianapolis, rummaging <laughs> through his neighbor's trash, eating everything that's thrown out as though it was food. His neighbor's ring camera catches Joey and a family of raccoons eating out of his trash. He chases them off with a broom. <laughs> this is the first stage of Joey Chestnut's pro- uh, process. He must consume the worst so he can consume anything. I thought you were saying the best. I was like, Nathan's all beef hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> but for this year, Marshall, he's going for a hundred hot dogs by show. A hundred hot dogs. Steve's got about a hundred hot dogs locked up in his safe. Mama thinks he's gonna get some, he said, no fucking way. Steve's got about a hundred hot dogs locked up in his safe. Mama thinks he's gonna get some, he said, no fucking way. This song's groovy. It's weird. It's a match made in heaven. <laughs> I, I I I was thinking while that one was playing. I was thinking, man, it's gonna be real tough if we need to find any hot dog songs for future playlists. <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of burning them all now. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're really digging through uh, the 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 very short stack. <laughs> yeah, the hot dog reserve is running dry. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I don't know if I said their name right because it's P H S O. So I, Faso, Fasho, I don't know. P H S O. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't Fiso? know. Faso. Or is it, maybe Fso. it is. Maybe it is just P H S O. I don't think that's it. Stab it. <laughs> it's stripped down it's minimalistic it's kind of like the future man ah uh, fuck I don't like it <laughs> never mind anyways no but this song's great kind of reminds it has a big like Primus vibe to it like with like the slap bass and like just the funny voices but there's no distortion right so it's like it is different you know it's not I wouldn't say like this is just like Primus you know but it's like there are some elements just kind of within the song that it's like, okay, the slap bass sound and the the weird voices and the kind of the acoustic guitar, but there's not that distortion aspect where right. I feel like in most Primus songs, it's like whenever they hit that moment where they go like a little bit harder, there mm-hmm. would be that sort of gained up like aspect to right. it. Whereas this still has that clean tone throughout like the entire song, <laughs> which makes it kind of different. Despite what Primus is, they still they still like push the boundaries of being a metal band. Yeah. This is like Primus. Uh, well, it's like uh, uh, the other day when we were listening to one of Les Claypool's projects and it was all acoustic. Right, yeah. Um, I don't remember which one of his projects it was, but yeah. it was it was very much of like that vibe where it's like it still has that intense, really rhythmic front. Right. Um, but it's way less like in your face and like Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. that. 
Yeah. It's way less. They turned. They, they got the yeah. knob and they turned it down to they like. They turned it off. Yeah, all the way off. All the way off. All the way off. They're like, ah. Yeah. They got the ant knob and they turned that one way up. But yeah, this is one of those simple songs about a man named Steve who has a hundred hot dogs locked in a safe. Oh, it's one of those. Yeah, and his, <laughs> and his mom wants one of the hot dogs, and he's like, no fucking way, you know? And then it's from the mom's point of view. <laughs> and then uh, and then Steve's friend shows up trying to put another hot dog in the safe, but instead he rides a rocket ship. It's one of those classic numbers. We've heard them a lot, you know? It's like, yeah, Billy Joel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course the hot dog's full of safe. Uh, yeah. The safe's full of hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Billy Joel, come on, t- duh, come on, duh. <laughs> a bottle of red, a <laughs> hundred hot dogs. You know that Billy Joel song. But they got two monthly listeners. Um, they got one album out, and it's only from 2018. So I don't know if this band's kicking anymore. <laughs> uh, but uh, another song I would recommend by them is Bug Eyed McGee. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Just, just on the name alone, I like that song. Yeah, so. it's pretty dope. Yeah. Judging this book by its cover. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like Is it off the same album? Yeah, the, the one album. Because <laughs> I really like the album that's kind of just like a washed out picture of hot dogs. Yeah, with just their name on top of it. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, Marshall, <laughs> back to Joey Chestnut. Uh, you know, this year is going to be the year he becomes untouchable. Yeah. A hundred hot dogs in ten minutes. It's humanly impossible, Marshall, but for Joey Chestnut, he's not a human. He's a god. As we heard in that. A hot that god. Edge. And that he's a hot dog god. <laughs> he's a hot god dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he begins training by working his way up. You know, one day it's 50 hot dogs. The next 60. Then 70, 80. But when he gets to 90, Marshall, that's when he gets the urge to purge. Uh-oh. By Charlie Bliss. song is nice you know i like it a lot yeah there's a there's a moment like right before like sort of in the beginning where they make the bass really fuzzy for a second which i liked a lot it's like it's like straight out of the dryer just fuzz you know (laughs) i love how they like build up like to the chorus and it just like hits really hard and then when it comes out of it it, like just kind of drops for a second Mm -hmm. um it just kind of like really catches you off guard for a second and i like it a lot and I love the line, if this is playing grow up, then hold my hair as I throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're if you're trying to eat dogs like this, you're gonna you might be doing a little bit of ralphing on your own time. Yeah. So And if you're growing up, you're gonna throw up a lot. But if you're growing up, you're eating hot dogs like this. So. If you're if you're a grown up, 
You're eating hot dogs for breakfast. Lunch. You're eating hot dogs for lunch. You're eating hot dogs for dinner. What's for dessert, Marshall? Hot dogs. Hot dogs. And Zach, you may be eating them breakfast, lunch, dinner, and dessert, but never forget that you're also eating hot dogs to be the champion of America's 4th of July hot dog eating championship. And that's why you're here watching this montage today. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, also, philosophically, as I eat the hot dogs, you know, are the hot dogs eating me? I mean, they're not healthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, in a way, they might be eating you insofar as, like, deteriorating your insides. Yeah. <laughs> Who's eating who? <laughs> Hot dogs eating you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also really love her voice. Like, she just, I don't know, it's kind of fun. You know, it's just, like, it has, like, a, like a, like a nice, like, like, like optimistic outlook to it. It reminds know? me of uh, 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 Gwen Stefani, but like no doubt Gwen Stefani. Sure, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, uh, so they have 87,000 monthlies. Uh, they have uh, two albums and three EPs. Now, this is from like their early work. Uh, I noticed that their later work kind of got more into bedroom pop, just too okay. pop you know sounding which is fine like you progress as a band you know uh but if you like that song i would recommend their song uh ruby or percolator percolator yeah both of those i think are off their like first album and those are pretty dope hell yeah dude but joey pukes all over his chestnuts he said at 90 dogs that's when he pukes yeah he's ashamed he is disgusted by the taste but also himself (laughs) What is he doing? Why is he doing this? What is his life? He is at his lowest. (laughs) I can't do this anymore. I'm done. And that's when the song Don't You Dog Me by the Fat Boys plays. (laughs) Dog me. rap songs you know? yeah man well it was like the second the drums came in i was like oh this is like that classic like that classic hip-hop uh it it, it was very clearly like off of like the tr 808 or like yeah. one of those equivalent drum machines mm-hmm. just like and immediately i was just like okay cool we're, we're, we're about to listen to like some run dmc era shit yeah and it was and it ruled <laughs> <laughs> don't you dog me i won't yeah. i won't i i uh <laughs> Like, this song is fun, and that's, like, the best thing I could say about it, you know? Like, they're a band, they're a hip-hop group called the Fat Boys, you know? Like, obviously, you can tell by their album work, 
you know, the or their album artwork that they're just like having fun with it. <laughs> they're having a great time. It's three dudes in gold jackets. One of them's holding an ice cream. One of them's holding a burger. One of them's holding like what is that? Like uh, a pizza? Yeah. Well, yeah. One of them's holding a pizza, and then on that pizza, it's them in like striped. You know, like prison uniforms. Yeah, like uh, robbing (laughs) one of the slices of pizza. So they're having fun with it, you know. Don't dog them. Yeah, don't you dog me. And it's, uh, you know, it kind of reminds me a bit of like the the sort of um, Bismarcky song where it's like, you, you got what I need, you know, because it's like, it's it's the aspect of like, you know, like, I'm in a relationship with you, girl. Don't you dog me, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) don't you put my love to waste. Well, it's got that same kind of thing that Bismarcky does where it's like, it's rapping and it's flows, but it's also like very sing-songy and how like the story is being told and stuff. Yeah, definitely. And uh uh but yeah, there's 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 a few elements in this song that kind of come up later and that's like this like sort of like random piano solo that's like just like kind of like starts and stops again. And then there's this crying beatbox guy. <laughs> that guy sounds like a squeegee on like a windshield. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> I did it better this time than when I tried to do it during the song. He yeah. does that sound exactly <laughs> a lot though. <laughs> Just like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I did look up like the fat boys because obviously they're like from that early age of hip hop. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I found out that they made their kind of fame with like reviving oldies songs. So they have like a uh, revised version of the the twist with Chubby Checker. Oh, fun. Yeah. And I think Chubby Checker does vocals on that like remix of it. Because, like, there's some lines in it that are specifically about the fat boys as he's singing. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, And then they also do one for Wipeout. Uh, But, yeah. By the Beach Boys? uh, uh, (laughs) No. uh, Wipeout was not by the Beach Boys. Oh, I guess they covered it, huh? Maybe. Or was that not the Beach Boys? No, it's just that surfer rock sound. But you you know Wipeout. Yeah. Uh, I know the, the Black Eyed Peas sampled it at one point. Are you about to play Wipeout? <laughs> I'm looking it up. You're right. Yeah, who's it by? Well, their version's by the. They did a, the Fat Boys version is with the Beach Boys. Oh. <laughs> Weird. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, so they have um, ninety-two thousand monthlies. They have seven albums. I would recommend the song that's also off of this album, which is their first album. Uh, that one's just called Fat Boys. <laughs> uh, but they have another song, Marshall. That's off a later album called Are You Ready for Freddy? And that one's about Freddy Krueger. It's just, are you ready to be murdered? And Freddy Krueger raps on it. I don't know oh. if it's actually Robert England who like raps on it, but they have a <laughs> rapping Freddy Krueger. Uh, and, and it's so crazy because I've watched all the, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I thought it was like a tie-in, but I don't think it is. It's rapping Fat Freddy. Yeah. Um... Oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah, but I really enjoyed them, so if you do, go and check them out. <laughs> Keep the fat boys alive, you know? It's July 2nd, two days away from Joey Chestnut's big, you know, title, a shot at the title. But he's locked himself in his room, screaming, Don't you dog me! Over don't! Don't you dog me! Don't, don't, don't. Over and over again. <laughs> 
Who tried to dog me? Who? 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 who, who? It was himself. It was, oh. Yeah. It was me dogging me all along. Uh, His manager is frantic. There's only one person who they can call to save the day, and that's Mind Eraser. (laughs) By Boxer the Horse. Pale thin air with eyes for me, and so I'll run underneath the sycamore to catch a run. Mind Eraser wasting your time. I know it's hard for you to smile in the passenger seat when I sweep you off your feet. All I got from the words that you said was a baby. fun yeah this is one of those light groovy tunes that the whole family can enjoy you know? <laughs> all right kiddos come sit down and listen to mind eraser <laughs> <laughs> it has that dreamy surfer vibe you know it's just i i just really love the backing vocals with it you know like i i feel like that always like sort of adds the element of like uh, an older sound, you know, mm-hmm. uh, especially with this sort of like surfer vibe to it. Um, and I just love how the guitar like melody matches like the vocals. It's good, man. I uh, uh, I like this one. It's very like bouncy. Yeah. Yeah. It's very. Yeah. It was, I was like bouncing my head the whole time. Yeah. You and I both were doing the whole hand wave thing where you put your. <laughs> Which, when you put your hands in the air, and you don't even fucking care. You think I give a fuck? You think I give a fuck? Look at these hands. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird, like, not, a uh, uh, sidebar real quick. But okay. Like, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird when cops are like, put your hands up, because you're supposed to care. Put your hands in the air like you just don't care, or I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot. <laughs> He's a cop. He's gonna shoot regardless. Stop! Stop resisting with your hands in the air. <laughs> I don't know. Man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Man, we're a year in. I think our best days are behind us. Yeah. Well, you know, it's we're like we're like athletes. That that's the thing about podcasting. Yeah. Podcasting is a lot like sports. It's a young man's game. And <laughs> 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 you know, I turned thirty this year, Zach. And and and. When you know when when they're talking about athletes on Sports Center, um, yeah. and one of them is like thirty, they're always talking about him like, "Oh yeah, no, that's Jeremy Broadway. He's on his death's door, but he's uh, yeah. one of the." <laughs> Three years ago, he was he was the king of the ball. Yeah, I loved back in the old days where like the players can just be old as fuck. Yeah, they just had like some forty year old guy who was still getting tackled for a living. Yeah, <laughs> or even especially in like baseball, you know, because oh, yeah. there's a little bit more longevity. Like there is like a fucking uh, uh, there is a documentary I watched uh, about knuckleballs, right? Uh-huh. So people who can throw the knuckleball, and there is a guy named Charlie Huff. 
who like was legit gray on the fucking mound like just like <laughs> like overweight like not what you would say it's like oh a professional athlete just like balding with like just he looked gray like he should hair. be he looked like he should be competing in like curling or something yeah but he could he could still throw a knuckleball and so like he was just like in the <laughs> <laughs> like 40, like mid 40s or some shit. Uh, anyways, we're too old for this. So, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Boxer the Horse, they have 337 monthlies. They only have two albums, and those albums came out in 2010 and 2012. So I don't think they're, you know, hanging around nowadays. Because technically, like 2010 and 2012, I was in high school. Boxer the horse got put down is what it sounds like you're telling me. Boxer the horse went to the glue factory in the sky. Oh, he's glue now. (laughs) I don't know why I've been doing so much country voice this episode. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of it, though. (laughs) I'm excited to hear your playlist. (laughs) Which would be even funnier if there's no country. (laughs) Oh, wouldn't it? (laughs) Uh, but I would also recommend their song Mary Meets the Pilot. Is it M-E-E-T or M-E-A-T? Because it'd be funny if uh, she like threw a steak at him. That would be funnier, but unfortunately it's M-E-E-T. <laughs> and maybe that's why the band's not around anymore. Like yeah, their label was just like, there's not enough meat. Not you enough only, meat in your song. You only have one song that could be put on a future podcast hot dog playlist. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think it's gonna work out. You're not marketable. <laughs> yeah. You're not big with the Utes. Get USDA approved and yeah, then we'll not, talk. You're not big with the 30 year old Utes. But they hire Mesmo, the mind eraser. Mesmo. Mesmo. And he erases Joey Chestnut's mind and he hypnotizes him and he plants the idea in his head that he is Kronos the Titan. And all these hot dogs are the Greek god children. <laughs> he just he just convinced him that he's like a titan, like yeah. like literally the pantheon above the gods in Greek mythology. Yeah, you heard the intro video. <laughs> this is not a mortal man. I guess I guess like a lot of my confidence issues could get solved with a hypnotist, huh? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Or drugs, but we're off those now. Yeah. Yeah. R.A.P. drugs. Ah. Anyways, Marshall, but that's how <laughs> Joey Chestnut gets ready for his big day. I think uh, uh, I think it's good that you uh, 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 got him to that hundredth dog. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that that's kind of a big hurdle. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we all got that dog in me. Yeah, but I got one. If I'm really hungry, I might have two. Yeah, I'm kind of a two dog max kind of guy though. Yeah, and I mean a hundred hot dogs in ten minutes—that's ten dogs per minute. A hundred hot dogs in ten minutes was my nickname in high school. What fucking high school did you go to? Hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Hot Dog High School. I'm Principal Relish. I go to Hot Dog High School. I'm on the color guard. <laughs> just twirling hot dogs. No, it's just <laughs> it's just mustard yellow and red for ketchup. 
And everyone looks at the people swirling the red flags and it was like, you don't belong here. <laughs> All right. Well, let me get started with my... <laughs> Hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Don't change the channel. Okay. Now we've got you. Joey Chestnut is an American hero. And you can't be the king of guzzling dogs without being a huge role model for all of America's youths. He's one of them dog guzzlers. <laughs> Today, we're introducing a five-video cassette box set showing the training regiment that can make you America's next hot dog shooter. <laughs> Look out, Hershey Wood. Oh, uh, no. Let's get started with tape one, Hot Dog Man by Tripod. <laughs> a cool room with independent power supply has a table on wheels and a light source he performs his operations by the hot dog man's identity changes every now and again for a time he was a woman or at least he wore a woman's skin Fuck, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> the way that song starts, I'm like, man, the hot dog guy, hell yeah. And then, uh, oh boy. There's more to people than you think, Zach. There's more to hot dogs, too. <laughs> hot dogs are like onions. They have axolotls in them. <laughs> they have axolotls in them. <laughs> Uh, this song is hilarious. It starts with, like you were saying, a very normal song about a very normal hot dog vendor. Yeah. He's got his regulars at the stadium. He's got a daughter he's dropping off at ballet practice. But then it just keeps getting darker. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's driving his hot dog van around slowly. And the next thing you know, he's wearing some woman's skin. Yeah. He's the hot dog man. So Tripod is a uh, comedy band from Australia. Mm. They're like a comedy group that I guess does musical comedy. Yeah. Um, they have 13,000 monthly listeners. Um, and they're pretty funny. A lot of their songs I thought kind of held up with this one insofar as like being silly and fun. Yeah. Um, as far as other songs to recommend go, I'd recommend their song Climate Change. Uh, that one's pretty funny. It's got chill vibes, um, but you get to laugh while society crumbles, which is always a hoot. Yeah, that's what this show is. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, what, what was fun is um, whenever I heard it start off, I, I thought the like uh, audience applause was just like a, like a sound effect. Right? Oh, yeah. And then I was like, oh, no, they're playing this live. Yeah, this and, is live. And, and something, uh, so I recently recorded like a set of mine, uh -huh. like, a, like a longer set. And I realized, I was like, oh, what makes this real is I can hear people coughing. Right. Yeah. And, like, there's someone who coughs, like, you know, in the audience in the song. And I was like, ah, that's how you know it's a live one. You well, know? I'm sure that they released this song on, like, an album or something. Oh, sure. But I yeah. wanted, I didn't even look for it because I wanted the live one because it makes, as the story begins to, like, unwind and, like, get to all these creepy bits, 
Um, it feels like that much creepier and also is that much funnier being in the like live audience, I feel like. Oh, for sure. Um, because you're getting like those genuine reactions from people. And like there's parts of the song where like there's laughter, but it's nervous laughter. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, you want to be America's new hot dog man? You'll need to prove you've got the will and desire and drive to do whatever it takes. You must embody the dog. And then you can embody the dog for those all around you. <laughs> before, before we begin the proper how-to, you have to make sure you have the moxie to be the next Joey Chestnut. The next American hero. But it's not just going to be fame and fortune. All around the country, kids will be looking up to you. If you think you have what it takes, then go ahead and put in tape two. Hot Dogs by King Grub. click, kid, ask about it. All I do is sag and ask about it. And if you want to know the names of Vegas, that's with a J. I remember what I said about ASICs trainers back in the day. I didn't ask to be this handsome, but hey, they should build a splab in my name and pass it this way. Yeah, standing at the buffet. Tired to trip my bitch She tries to catch the bouquet Yeah, you ran to the shit For a laugh with my mates It's sad to say Still better than a slap in the face Say, yo Never owned a pair of rock pods Put my perfections on show Cause I ain't got flaws If it involves hoes Blunts and rum Then I'm on board Spare me the god talk, vicar I gave you Mrs. What for? I'm in your kitchen boiling hot dogs a song named Hot Dogs doesn't have any business going this hard. Yeah. And it doesn't go hard, I guess, in, like, the traditional sense. It is a very chill song for all intents and purposes. Um, but there's something about, like, the way that that bass, like, gurgles. And, like, mm-hmm. even though he's got a very, like, slow flow, he's got a lot of, like, attack to it, if that yeah. makes sense. It kind of has a sinister vibe to it. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I feel like uh, whenever that sort of uh, era and rap that like started where it's like ah it's kind of scary you know (laughs) it's kind of just like it's not like rap is in like oh we're talking about you know how much wealth or other things we have yeah they're talking about hot dogs they're talking about fucking hot dogs (laughs) uh my favorite lyric in the song is uh uh me and whoever the greatest is, we're the same guy. <laughs> um, I don't know why. that one. Every time it comes around, I catch that one, and it, uh, it gets me. Yeah. Um, I like it. Uh, so, like, the bass on this song, it's crazy to me, because it's almost, like, frog-like. It, like, it, like gurgles. It, like, bubbles. Mm-hmm. It sounds like my stomach after eating a whole pack. <laughs> whole pack of doggies. Um, there's two verses on the track, and uh, I like them both a lot. It's, like, rather than focusing on, like, speed and intricacy, they're just, like, very steady and rhythmic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the hook comes in with that high-pitched digital voice just going... I'm in the kitchen pulling hot dogs. <laughs> um, <laughs> it cracked me up. So King Grub has 2.5K monthly um, with three albums out. Um, I had to dig to find uh, much info about him, but I love the bio that his label has for him. The super cooled out big belly secret weapon rapper of the click, most commonly scoped chilling in the cut, his second home. He feels most comfortable, however, on the M.I.C. with the reserved yet fronted demeanor uh, that leaves chatting shit and posturing to the others with less in their arsenal. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know. It was just it was just it was just a funny way to say that like yeah he he's chilled out but got a lot of attack. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and if you dig uh, uh, this song, I would definitely recommend his song Stress Ed, um or like stressed, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> stress Ed. But now back to our DVD box set. If you want to consume the dog effectively, you must first know the dog back to front, inside and out. Everyone knows hot dogs have a top. It's poking out of the bun covered in mustard and ketchup. Not many, however, realize hot dogs have a front. The wiener is tapered to be slightly more aerodynamic for maximum chugging power. When you're slinging dogs, it is imperative that you can distinguish this fact. If you look at figure 3A, you can see the guidelines. Study this. Know this. Embody it. And you will take the first steps toward the first steps towards super super dogdom. <laughs> uh, you need to research buns. You must know condiments. You got to get dog brain. The fact that you've made it this far tells me you probably already do. So, <laughs> so next we'll cover one of the most important concepts of the whole program. Next we'll cover eating hot dogs. By Mainstream Blake. Hell yeah. Well, I feel like I'm just taking up space. And I feel like you're just taking up space. But the world, yeah, it takes up time and space. Go ahead, relish this fool's look on my face. Being with you girls like eating hot dogs. God, what a burn. <laughs> I know, right? I was I, Every time I hear this, I'm like, what if someone said that about me? And what if that was your wedding vows? If that was your wedding vows, I feel like you've got the kind of relationship where hot dogs are significant, right? Like, Sure. Either that or you're a very inconsiderate partner. But um, um, I, 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 our love is like a microwave. Our love is like relish. It tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, uh, what I what I have noticed by this point in the playlist is that most songs about hot dogs seem to be pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it does help that hot dogs are like the funniest food. Oh sure. <laughs> like by a stretch, like hot dogs are the diapers of foods. Wow. Because diapers are the funniest clothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one looks like it's rolling over you. It looks like like every second you're getting hit by another wave of just, oh, wow. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's a lot. Um, I do immediately. Oh, oh, wait. Wait, wait. Yeah, no. Let's, let's take a moment. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Despite its upbeat nature and, like, several puns in the lyrics, the song seems to cover some pretty dark topics, though. Yeah. I think that's probably because hot dogs are serious business. Yeah. Just like the rat race of depression, it's for sure a fun little bop. (laughs) (laughs) 
You're learning. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Main Street Blake uh, has four monthly plays, which is criminal. Anyone who has the poetry to, 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 to compare love to hot dogs deserves yeah. much more than that. Not only that, but then he describes what's in hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pig ass. And lips. And lips. And all the other shit. <laughs> so uh, get out here. Give Main Street Blake a couple more plays. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd personally recommend his song, 85 Bears. Um, it's a bit more post-punky. Sure. Um, I thought it was going to be about, like, having to deal with being attacked by 85 bears or something like that. But mm-hmm. no, the only the only lyrics in the whole song are 1985 Chicago Bears, 85 bears. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically it rips. Yeah, um, sure. Because it's about, that's baseball, right? Yeah, that's baseball, Because it's about baseball. Wait, Chicago Bears. No, so Chicago, is that's uh, uh, football. Bear football, yeah, because the Cubs are the uh, oh baseball. the Cubs, which yeah. are which are also bears. That's right. why I was confused. But Dub Bears is you know football. Okay, okay, yeah. and I think that's when they won. That would make sense considering yeah. it's the only lyric in the whole song. Yeah, because <laughs> the Cubs didn't win until like recently because they had that that curse that that man with a goat uh, placed on them. Oh yeah, goat man dude putting curses on bears. <sighs> Cubs. Cubs. The yeah. Cubs. <laughs> Bear Cubs. <laughs> All right, keep going. Welcome to tape three of Joey Chestnut's training montage. So far, we have defined our goal to be the best of the best. We've also identified the many and most important parts of the hot dog. In this tape, we will discover the art of eating the dog. There are two primary steps, though many athletes have put their own twist on these methods after having the training and expertise to modify them appropriately. First, one must open their mouth and insert two fingers in a scooping motion to ensure there's no obstructions. Next, one will dip a hot dog in water, lubricating the wiener, and swallow it whole. Now, this may sound simple, But it's important to be aware of factors that may affect this method. Factors such as international war, meat consistency, and even inclement weather. Bringing us to our fourth tape, Eating Hot Dogs in the Rain, by Paula. 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 Shot Cowla. 20-inch blades on the hot dog. I love when music has this like lo-fi quality to it because it feels like you're really watching it in some guy's garage or in like the back of a wiener schnitzel. Yeah. Um, I love like the weird synth they're doing. It goes like, 
Yeah. Uh, that part was really cool. Uh, but my favorite element is that the whole song is just a series of false endings where the music talks or stops and they just like talk for a sec or say like, oh, I hope we can do that live. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it was weird listening to this because I was like, guys, you're recording this. <laughs> right. And then it just comes back in full force all of a yeah. sudden like that, like as though it just never stopped. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Paula has two EPs and an album out um, with three releases from 2017 to 2020. Uh, they have zero monthly plays right now. Oh, wow. Uh, so I don't know if they're still around just based on that timeline, but I would definitely recommend their song uh, Little Muscles from the EP, or from the LP Rose Hill. Nice. Um, it's definitely a lot more polished. It's kind of like what you were talking about earlier, where this one sounds like it was recorded with the whole band kind of playing it once in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on some of the later releases, it's a lot more polished, where it has sure. like like much more like like everything's individually tracked and stuff like that. So you're able to pick out the lyrics and stuff better. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like really nice, down tempo, folky, like pop rock. Um, and definitely give Paula a listen. Uh, zero monthly plays. Like we got to give them that bump. They deserve it. Yeah. Everyone deserves at least one monthly listener. Mm. We get that here. Thank you. <laughs> you know who you are. You, hey, you. Thanks. Thanks. You chill. <laughs> All right. Eating hot dogs in the rain is important, it'll help prepare you for the many unexpected situations. I'm going to list a few of these situations, and I want you, Zach. To shout how you would deal with them. I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Hot dog was given to you by someone you don't respect. Eat it. Eat it, correct. Hot dog is what your new stepdad wants to be called. Eat it. Eat it, correct. Hot dog you bought is not a hot dog, but a cleverly disguised pipe bomb. Eat it. Eat it, yes, for the safety of those around you. You can learn to handle these situations and many, many more if you simply start eating hot dogs in the rain. (laughs) It's not all sunshine and rainbows, though, when you're slinging doggies with the boys. You have to be ready for any potential threat to your dog chug. And (laughs) And this brings us to our last and possibly most important tape. Hot dog to the head. Parenthetical. A hot dog is a food, not a penis, so get it right or pay the price. Fuck. By gutter mouth. Goddamn right it's gutter mouth. It's fast punk, and it's about hot dogs, Zach. He sounds like that Johnny Rotten dude. What more could you ask for? Yeah, hot dogs. <laughs> uh, you can ask for more hot dogs. This is from a Guttermouth's 2004 album, which I feel like tracks, like both musically and lyrically, just yeah. like, I don't know. It's got that like 2000s pop punk guitar and vocals that makes me want to like 
play with Pogs and like watch Malcolm in the middle. <laughs> yeah, nah. Um, and then also another thing that kind of dates this song is it's the last song on the album. And I know I took a second to show you, Zach. But after like the actual track ends, it does that thing that they used to put on CDs. Yeah, where it where just it, keeps going. Exactly. The yeah. last track ends and then seven minutes later, just like however much space was left on the CD where they had room to do it. At the very end of that, they just like put on a weird little like secret track that yeah. like isn't even like it's like barely a song. It's just like in this case, it's just like an answering machine. And he's just saying the same thing over and over. Yeah. Um, but this group, Guttermouth, they have 150k monthly, which makes them my biggest band of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, biggest hot dog band on the hot dog list. <laughs> um, and it's pretty good poppy punk. Sure. Um, yeah. if, you, if you dug this, then I would definitely check out their song, uh, Can I Borrow Some Ambition? Um, nice. It's just, you know, good good pop punk. Yeah. Uh, a little less silly. <laughs> not as much hot dog talk. Not 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 any hot dog talk. If it was if it had hot dog talk, it'd be called "Can I borrow some ambunshin?" Hot dog bunshin. Is it wet? <laughs> <laughs> when consuming massive amounts of salty processed meat, always remember that your health and safety are what matter most. So whether it's because a link shoots down the wrong pipe in your throat. Or because a competitor's attacking you for winning by such a large margin. You have to be ready for anything. And that's why we've provided our viewers with a special coupon in the back of all of our DVD boxes. For one Glock 45 handgun and a bun-shaped holster. For only $369.99. Jeez. Remember Joey Chestnut's mantra. Shoot anything that tries to stop the dog. Bullets sold separately. Price of $369.99 does not include shipping and handling. Dial 300 Eat Dogs for more information. Wow. Well, you know, give that a call. Tell us what you hear. <laughs> well, Marshall, great playlist. Uh, but before we go, I think we have one more segment. And uh, that's a segment that I came up with called How Many Hot Dogs? Uh oh. And so, Marshall, um, <laughs> I did a little bit of research, right? Yeah. yeah. Most hot dogs are uh, the rough scale. Are about five inches, right? There, I think it's like four. That's, four the point average eight. hot dog is five inches. Yeah, average hot dog is five inches. It's like four point eight, so I rounded it up to five. So I'm gonna give you a list of places, and you have to tell me how many hot dogs it takes to get there. Okay. All right. Uh, how many hot dogs <laughs> does it take to get to the sun? Um, four hundred and twenty-one billion. Oh man. Uh, it's actually 1.78 trillion hot dogs ah! to get to the sun, Marshall. Damn, damn. Have you damn, ever damn. seen a hundred uh, or sorry, 1.78 trillion hot dogs? Yeah, yeah, Zach. Thanksgiving was last week. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's true. All right, Marshall. Uh, a little wait, bit. wait, real quick. It's just that's what the holidays about, you know? Like the eating pilgrims, hot dogs. The pilgrims were dying, and the Native Americans showed up and said, "We'll feed you." And they yeah. pulled out 1.7 trillion hot dogs. They pulled up the cap of the grill. <laughs> yeah. And they showed all these hot dogs. But they pulled up the cap of the grill. And the hot dogs couldn't really realistically fit inside the grill, so they just started shooting out like a hot dog can. Yeah. <laughs> Hot Dog Cannon. That's a great band name. Ooh, uh, yeah. All right, well, uh, so, uh, Marshall, maybe a little bit easier. How okay. many hot dogs does it take to get to Chicago? Okay. I feel like that's not easier. 
because it's still just very large scale. I, I was able to be like, oh, hundreds of billions is probably right. To Chicago, I have... Okay, so... Well, it's not the sun, uh, so you know it's less than 1.78 trillion. Uh, I'm going to say... One and a half million. Uh, 1.5 mil. Ah, uh, Marshall, it's 12 million. Ah! 25,728 to get from here to Chicago. That's how many hot dogs it takes. Did you just punch in how many hot dogs to Chicago in Google and it just spat out this answer? No, I actually had to do math here. <laughs> Sucks for you! Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I had to figure out how many inches in a mile... And then, uh, do you uh, have that number written down? It's, uh, I think it is, um, 36. Oh, no, it's 63,360 inches in a mile. That's dumb. And so you multiply that, uh, by 949 to Chicago. And right, then, uh, right. and then you subtract it by five because because the deep dish pizza. Yeah, because the deep dish pizza. And you get 12 million. <laughs> 25,728 hot dogs from here to Chicago. Well, Marshall, let's okay. see. Okay, okay. Maybe, maybe a little bit easier, Marshall. What about uh, how many hot dogs to the center of the earth? No, bro. So I don't know if you know, but we actually live on the inside of the earth. And what we see is like the round exterior is actually the inside of the crust. 3,000. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> I thought you were about to give me hollow hot dog theory. I started and I wasn't getting much of a reaction and I also couldn't remember what those people actually believe. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actually, Marshall, it is 430,379,136 hot dogs to get to the center but 3, of the 3,000 was close. 3,000. I mean, <laughs> you watch different YouTube than I do. You got different algorithms. All right. Well, Marshall, how many, how many hot dogs does it take to get to the moon? Okay. If the sun was 1.7 trillion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with my initial answer of 421 million, or billion, hot dogs to the moon. Ah, man. It's, Did I overshoot it this time? Yeah, yeah. it is, uh, is 3,031,497,216 hot dogs. To get to the moon. And see, and that's that's the thing. It's like, that's not the Thanksgiving number. That's like the Halloween number of hot dogs. Yeah, it's a Halloween hot dog. So I should have... As a Halloweeny. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm not going to be a Halloweener, though. No. Well, all right, Marshall. This one's going to be easy, because it's even closer. Okay. How many hot dogs would it take... To get to the nearest place to buy hot dogs, a.k.a. the 7-Eleven that's closest to us. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to assume that that 7-Eleven is probably about maybe like a mile and a half away. You said it was 63,000 hot dogs per mile. So I'm going to say that this one is 96,000 hot dogs. Ah, uh, no, man. It's less than a mile. Ah! 
And you got to divide the hot dog. So that's inches in a mile. And then you got to divide oh, it by, by five because yep. it's the hot dogs. But it is oh. 50,688 hot dogs to get from here to get to more hot dogs, Marshall. <laughs> Can you imagine walking into 7-Eleven and being like, hey, I just used the last of my 63-whatever thousand hot dogs to get here i'm gonna need sixty three thousand more to get, to get back, back home. yeah <laughs> there's a trail of hot dogs behind you I you just, take a step and one just slides out of your pant leg yeah it's like oh shit hot dog well marshall that is the end of our uh you know uh segment that is the hot dog water forehead kiss that puts this episode to bed i i uh, is it wet I'm never coming back to this trailer park arcade ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We really appreciate it. If you guys could do us a solid favor and give us a follow on whatever app you're listening to this on. And if you guys could give us a rating, that would be super amazing of you. Uh, We would really appreciate it. You guys can also reach out to us, eardrunk at gmail.com, and let us know if you guys have any hot dog questions or if you guys have any hot dog theories, uh, we would love to hear all about them. You can also suggest playlists uh, uh, for future episodes. Uh, or, you know, just uh, let us know if you guys are uh, have a dope song that you like that you think would be a good fit, uh, you know, for any sort of weird shit that we got going on. We'd love to listen to new music. That's what this show's about. Uh, You guys can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And you guys can also check out the description of this episode to find these playlists and check out all these amazing, wonderful artists who made these dope, amazing songs. And you can uh, uh, see another man in there, a man who's probably eating a hot dog or two, and that is one J.W. Francis. Uh, J.W. lets us use the song Lo-Fi off the album We Share a Similar Joy. It's a dope song. He's a dope dude, and we really appreciate it. With all that being out of the way, I've been your host, Zach Webb. And I'm 1.7 trillion uncircumcised hot dogs. And have a kick-ass day. Kick-ass day.